Do mistakes drive you crazy? Like nails on a chalkboard crazy? We are delving into music lessons for life and tackling something that holds us all back at one time or another, and that is making mistakes. Welcome to the Think Big Show. I'm Tiffany Lee, your Think Big Coach, and we are moving towards success and moving through making mistakes. Now, one thing I love about my performance studio and teaching music is that there's so many success lessons and life principles in teaching music. And one of my students, an oldest friend, an amazing improv and acting teacher, and I were recapping an effervescent and sparkling spring recital, how fun it was, how amazing everyone performed, and how excruciatingly painful it feels to make while making mistakes while performing live. I have been meditating on mistakes in my own practice because I've been preaching it to all of my students in preparation for their spring recital and also because I'm working on a new piece myself. I have passed the torturous first phase of learning the piece where every other note is a train wreck and I'm now in the phase of fixing my flow. Now, I am past the point where the mistakes happen to me in this piece and in the realm of seeing the mistake coming and making adjustments to mitigate the damage. So mistakes begin to sound expressive because they're very subtle changes in dynamic, maybe a little softer, and the piece takes on this magical expressive quality from the mistake. The mistake subtly adds color and character. There is emotion and humanity, which is completely different than if a player piano that doesn't need a person to play it just plays by itself. It is not the mistake of learning the piece because that's just learning it. We have to get through that point. That is where we give ourselves grace to move forward in the mess, to slip a finger or misplace. Now, my younger self would have trouble believing a reality where mistakes make the music sound better. And indeed, my students look at me with suspicion when I tell them so. But my acting teacher friend, who also happens to be my music and performance student, hears it and wholeheartedly agrees. He says his students do the same thing in acting. It is not the mistake that disrupts the performance. The mistake is a flash. It's like a snap of the fingers in its past. It is the chatter in the mind that continues on long after the mistake has passed, asking irrelevant and unanswerable questions like, why did that have to happen? The performer freezes in light of this heavy-handed expectation. We lose our place in the music or the scene, and we can't find our way back in. We are sweaty. The blood pumps so hard we can't even see. A mistake in music does not disrupt the performance. It is the emotional response we have to making the mistake. Now, practicing making mistakes, getting good at making mistakes, approaching your practice like a meditative state are all ways to get comfortable and acquainted with the inevitability of the unexpected in performance. And this carries through into our real life. When you make a mistake, whether it's in public or even in private in your own work, do you not have to wrestle with all of these questions and emotional reaction within your own being that slows down your process a hundred times. 
if you did not have to go through those feelings and thoughts, you could just keep moving through mistakes easily because it's not the mistake that slows you down. It is absolutely our emotional response to it. I've been studying energy here lately, specifically my energy to bring to my tasks and how I'll get on a good productive run and get so much done. And then something will happen outside of my work with the family or stressors outside of the work. And what happens is it brings my work to a complete standstill. All of a sudden, I'm in a state of doubt and it falls into every area of my life. What is the point of me going forward with this when I'll never get it done? It wasn't the work that stopped me originally. It's some outside force, but that doubt permeates everything. It's why we are tasked to be around uplifting, optimistic people. It's why energy is so potent to lead to our success or ultimately our failure. Now, I am highly favored in my studio to have precocious ambitious, highly intelligent, and talented students. And we spent much of spring practicing flow and allowing for mistakes. As a result, what happened was amazing. My students had a freedom to take huge creative risks on complicated piece that paid big dividends at the recital. The performances were inspired and deeply ambitious. They would have never chosen these pieces had we not practiced for making mistakes. Because it is in practicing making mistakes that we practice flow. There was extreme musical growth because my students had aspired for more. And an audience comes to a show, not to be impressed by technical ability, though that might be good, but to be inspired. It's why a child's performance can touch us even though it's not technically perfect like an adult's is it's the inspiration it brings. The true artist approaches a work with the intention of communicating something, an idea, an emotion, a mood, and the audience does not come for technical perfection. If that were the case, we would stand rap watching computer software programs compose music. And while that might be interesting, it does not hold our emotional attention. We have to make mistakes to learn how to play. And it is how we learn the notes are intricately connected to one another. Failure in any endeavor is necessary for success. So how are mistakes stopping you? How are they slowing down your flow? Is there any way that you could take this idea of practicing making mistakes that sets up a flow that would allow you the opportunity to get more done in your work. I'd love to hear. Email me at hello at thinkbig.coach. Today's episode was brought to you by Descript. This amazing software has replaced three of my apps that I've been using for the same price as one. It's amazing. I have replaced my video editing app, my transcription app, and my podcasting app all in one. 
So I use it for writing, I use it for video, I use it for audio, it's amazing. This is what it does. Now I know I talked about moving through mistakes and getting over yourself in this episode, so ironically I should be discussing this at this moment, but it erases your mistakes in the easiest way possible by editing the text. That's right, it blows my mind. I have several film degrees, so I cannot conceive of a world where I can just edit the text and it edits the video and or audio. That's Descript. If you want to check it out for free, go ahead and I'll link it in the comments. I'll see you next time. Until then, think big.